You have tuned into People Know Wait, the podcast for people. I'm your host, Sanya Sharma. In this episode, we will hear a story about overcoming negative emotions associated with putting health first and striding forward in the direction of unlocking our potential. The genre is fiction. Thank you so much for tuning in. Your support means a lot to me. If you have not already, please do share, subscribe to, rate and like the podcast and leave a comment. Ratings are very important for the podcast to progress and will take no more than 10 seconds of your time. Also, follow the podcast on your favorite audio platform as well as on Instagram and Twitter. And do let me know what you are thinking about the episodes. Every engagement is gold for a creator, especially when it comes from wonderful listeners like yourselves. With that said, let's get started with today's episode. Welcome to episode 7 of the podcast. I have news for you. We have crossed 1000 all-time plays. A lot of love is coming from United States. Thanks to all my listeners there. I am overjoyed and thrilled that you are tuning in and finding the show interesting. Did I think we would reach 1K? Absolutely not. And that is why it is all the more exciting and amazing. Thanks so much. We have a lot to achieve together. I thought today's episode should be special. So I decided to talk about the most precious thing on the planet. Health. The topic of health and well-being is very prominent and very close to my heart. There are campaigns being run by most organizations and leaders as to how important it is to prioritize health and how invested they are in being health champions. I was looking up statistics on burnout and found a really interesting Forbes article which suggests that 43% middle managers in the US reported burnout in 2022. The thought-provoking observation in this article is this. The quality of the work experience has 2.5 to 3 times the impact than the number of days or hours worked. And what defines work experience? People, full stop. Relationships, full stop. Yet, the topic about health and well-being is mostly a taboo. People hesitate to talk about prioritizing health. And I really wonder why? That question is the inspiration behind today's fictional story where I try to solve this problem. So let's get started. Once upon a time in a city named Ratrace, there lived a man named A for Achievement. He grew up to be a highly accomplished man who was recruited by the world's biggest company named Churnout. The really great thing about this company was that people here looked alike. They were all very thin with hypnotic eyes, dark circles and porcupine hair. In the absence of their ID cards, it was hard to tell the difference between two employees. Mr. A was a rather good looking gentleman. His arrival turned heads around. It had been ages since someone so bright and handsome had walked into the building. Naturally, Mr. A was both adored and envied by his colleagues. Within one week, Mr. A had identified his role model in the company, 
a legendary C-suit executive who was fondly called the robot of ruthless street. After pulling several strings, A managed to land a project under the robot's supervision. After slogging for three months and making a great first impression on his boss, Mr. A popped the question to the robot. Will you mentor me? I want to be like you. Robot smiled at A. He knew a gem had walked into their office. So he said, I like you, buddy. Get ready to rule the world. And it starts by prioritizing three things. Billables, connections and golf. A had tears in his eyes. His career was being launched by the greatest masters in the industry. So A wasted no time. Three, two, one, the race was on. A followed his mentor's instructions religiously. He forgot time, he forgot relationships, he forgot family, he forgot diet, he focused on his work day and night, churning out masterpieces, closing deals one after the other. Billables 150%, connections, endless networking, golf, well, he practiced mini golf in his office to hone his skills. A's rice was quick and his mentor never shied away from showing everyone just how proud he was of A. He loaded A with bonus, recognition and promotions and of course with more work. A was the star in the office. Juniors started worshipping him. He became the poster child of the churnout company. Secret bedding took place in the company's bars and corridors. Colleagues started estimating the date when A would take over the management of the company. By the time A reached his fourth promotion, A had lost weight. His hair was starting to take on the porcupine look and his eyes were transforming into hypnotic circles. He worried a little about losing his youthful glow, but the sacrifice would be worth it at the end, he thought. Plus, Everybody said money could buy him everything. There were days when he found it tough to get up. He heard a faint voice from his gut that he needed to slow down. A panicked at his gut's feeble voice. The phrase slow down was dangerous. If he mentioned this to his mentor, he would not only lose the mentorship, but also his career. His mentor's instructions were strict and clear. Don't stop until you get to the finish line. So A turned for help to the Whisper Network. What were his colleagues doing to survive and prevent slowdown? What did the Whispers say? Red Bull in the morning, loads of coffee, meds, stimulants, masking, pretending, being unemotional. A was grateful for all the advice and he started applying these to his life. With new fuel in his rocket ship, A started flying again. Years passed, A was now just one promotion away from his dream position. It was all coming together, his dream. And then one day, all of a sudden, a loud voice emerged from his head, heart and gut, all together. The voice was so loud that A fell to the ground. He could hardly move. A felt a choking sensation. 
as if his heart would explode. Thanks to his undercover and retired space dog Cosmo's residual telepathic powers, an ambulance arrived just in time to save A. The diagnosis was terrible. Burnout, strain on the liver, issues in the intestine, deficiencies, brain fog. A had no clue why and how these problems came into his life. A sent a message to his mentor, the robot, from his hospital bed describing his condition. His mentor sent him dead flowers the next day with a farewell note which said, Better luck next time. A went into a state of shock. Silence. Full stop. Five years passed. A relocated to a new city and set up a company called Help Out. He had a team of 20 people working under him. Everyone in his team had healthy body, bright eyes and shiny hair. One day an employee came to him and said, I hear a feeble voice inside my gut that I need to slow down. A put a hand around his employee's shoulder and said, Why don't you take a sabbatical and recharge your body? But will that affect my progress? The employee asked. There are only three things that are important in life. Health, family and happiness. If you have those, you have progress, said A. Thanks, A, said the employee. I would prefer if you called me W. That stands for wiser. So, how did you like the story? Does it resonate with you? Well, there are two sides that struggle to prevent stress and burnout. One is the employee who tries to find out what preventive measures they can put in place to maintain their health. Second are the corporate leaders who also struggle to become better leaders because there is pressure on them to balance emotional intelligence and hold employees to a standard of performance. In Gallup's Wellbeing at Work, authors Jim Clifton and Jim Harter offer four burnout prevention action items. Number one, make sure everyone in the organization knows their strengths. They call upon organizations to use a strengths-based strategy to design an employee experience. Second, they call upon organizations to use proven methods to transition managers' mentality from boss to that of a coach. Third, they call upon organizations to make well-being a part of career development conversations. Fourth, they call upon organizations to find ways to make career well-being a focus in the organization. Because working less doesn't always mean happier work. I think these are really useful measures and certainly something that I would try and follow. What do you think? Do you have any specific measure in mind? that can help prevent burnout and stress or make workload more manageable. I have a homework for you. For the next five days, I want you to find out ways in which you can create a better work experience for yourself and others in your team. Can you start acting like a coach? Can you start a health and well-being conversation? Are you ready to speak up and prioritize your health and the health of your team members? Where in your life can you make changes that will allow you and your team members to lead a healthier life. Start thinking. I am thinking with you. That is all I have for today's episode. 
Before leaving the usual housekeeping points, I am super keen to hear your comments and observations. The way for you to do that is by following the podcast on Instagram and Twitter and your favorite audio platform and start engaging. Second, these are the initial days of the podcast and I'm very keen to get as much feedback, likes, shares and subscribes as possible. So please do me the honor and let me know what you want to hear. This is your podcast and I am at your service. So I look forward to you tuning into the next episode. We will have a new story. If there is a theme you would like me to cover, please do let me know. I hope you have an inspiring week ahead, and I will leave you with this quote by Robert Shea. Quote: Your health and well-being should be your number one priority. Nothing else is more important. Unquote. Until next time.